Hi, everyone. You're listening to In the Open, a podcast by Mental Health America, where we talk all things mental health related. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Open. Uh, America here and Teresa's on the other side. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about how do I know to keep going or to stop? And I'm going to I'm going to phrase this at the beginning that we are not talking about suicide, ending your life. We're talking about really what it means when you feel completely unmotivated to keep going with anything that has to do with your life, like work, school, and all the crap that just weighs us down. So how do we know to keep going or to stop? That's the frame that we want to take today. And I know I feel that way a lot. So that's where my brain is today. And I don't know how Teresa's feeling, but Teresa, have you ever felt this? I know you felt this. So if you say no, I'd be like, what? (laughs) No, but tell me why you thought about this right now. I think... um, Tell me what you mean by you've been thinking about this a lot. I feel connected in many ways to the way people reach out for help, especially to MHA, right? And they're like, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know what's going on with my life. And when I started thinking about that, where that begins for me and my experience is when I feel like I don't exactly know the direction that I should go, whether I just want to stop dead in my tracks and stop doing whatever it is that's bothersome to me, or Mm -hmm. do I continue to like move forward and figure out what I can do to modify whatever's like bothering me to then just keep trudging along. Yeah. When it first came to my mind, when you talked about this topic, I thought of being burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Not decisions, but like where my life is Yeah, with jobs mostly. And then I also thought of um, that moment where you're like, (laughs) you ever worked on a project or like you're writing a paper. I know you felt like this. Yes. Like yeah. your schoolwork. <laughs> you're just like, my brain doesn't make sense anymore. It's just mush. Like, yeah. Do I just keep going and try and get this thing written that doesn't make any sense and it's like gobbledygook or do I stop? Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where my brain first went. All of that, I think, is on target with this. And then my mind also went to the relationship conversations that we've been having for the last, you know, couple of weeks, when you just feel kind of like you're stuck in quicksand, right? Like if you stop moving, you're just going to go down deeper Mm. and you have to make a choice, really a a very important choice to be like, okay, I'm going to keep moving to see what happens. And then I'm going to maybe change something here or there, or I'm just going to say, that's it. This part of my life, this aspect of my life no longer works. I don't want to do anything more about it. And it, and that connects, I think, to all the things that you mentioned. Schoolwork, work, relationships. Do you feel like we also especially ask this question when we've invested? Like, I don't have this specific phrase, like, do I keep going or stop if I did not really care about whatever it is I needed to make a decision on, right? Like, you put a lot of work into something and you're like, okay. Totally. Like, that that relates, yes, completely. Because immediately I'm like, if I didn't care, I would just be like, whatever. 
I cross it off the list and it's done with, right? Like I wouldn't even think about it twice. So how do you, how, so we have to break this down. Like what's interesting about this is it, it's such a long process. <laughs> yeah. Because you're breaking up with something. Yes. You're like breaking up with something you've committed to, breaking up with a friendship, breaking up with your job, the identity that you felt like was the the thing that you started, the art project, the painting, <laughs> you know, like what it is, whatever it is. Part of that I think is, so I'm going to walk you through the process that's going on in my head because I think where the the beginning aspect of this is like when you feel some sort of not urgency, but like a little bit of I'm going to say desperation of being like, oh, something's going on and I can't deal with this anymore. And in that moment, you make the decision like, oh, okay, I'm going to put it aside. I'm not going to think about it. But if it continues to come up, then you're having to face it. And if you're not facing it, you're like, okay. And it gets kind of forgotten until it hits you back, you know, in the head and you're like, damn it, I should have done something about this. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. For me, where where I automatically go is like if there if the question is a value, right? Like, does it make a big difference if I write these three additional pages to this paper? It could. It could mean the grade for the quarter, right? Yeah. Or is it? Does this friend and me not talking to them anymore will it make a difference tomorrow? You know. So, mm -hmm. for it, in some ways, you have to. Um, weigh the options, right? And I think for me, that's where I start, like putting the the pros and cons. Like if I, if I didn't do anything with this, what could happen? What's the value here that I'm, you know, this person or this X thing is bringing to the table? And if there isn't value, how do I then move forward and being like, okay, I'm going to hit stop on this because it's not of value anymore. I'm thinking back to all the times I felt like this, like this kind of paralysis. And I don't think I ever asked that question. Like, let me weigh the pros and cons. That's really good. Obviously, I wish that's amazing. Do you really do that? Yes, I do that. Why do you sound so surprised? Because <laughs> I genuinely am surprised. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I did that. And now I'm realizing like, why didn't I do that? <laughs> You know? Yeah, I, I do that. Well, I think what is very important in the way that you and I are different is that I am more linear. So I have to do that to keep myself healthy. Because when I'm when I don't have clear delineations, man, it's chaos in this head, man, I gotta I gotta put it down on paper, I gotta let it out somehow. Yeah, clearly. Because yeah, my life forces have just been chaotic. Like when you said, oh, you just live like you just swim in this space until something happens. Like typically, that's how this goes for me. Something happens. And normally, it's something bad, like knocks me out. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, like you've avoided this decision. <laughs> you must make decision. Yeah. <laughs> Except with school. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, if I have to think about where I have my strengths, yeah, I've always been good at school. And if I get like, if I'm writing a paper, you're right, I do. I take a pause and I'm like, what's the cost to my grade if I just quit studying right now? <laughs> right. right. That's true. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. So, okay. It was really interesting that I've separated like- So why is it harder? 
with relationships or a job? I don't know because I my brain just gets really overwhelmed with the emotions and the expectations that swim around maybe because I haven't felt confident about things like jobs or relationships. So then I get, re- it, it makes me get, you know, insecurity is a big feeling. <laughs> yeah. It gets in the way, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, getting security gets in the way of me being able to like put my foot, one foot in front of the next and just be able to say like, Hey, like actually one of the first things you do is take like accounting of like what's happening. No, but it's very interesting because um, the way that it's framing, right? Like you're framing this conversation is you definitely believe in your skills in school. So you have confidence yeah, around yeah. that. But then on on the other side of it, you're, you're not as confident about your ability to, I mean, may, maybe navigate these other aspects of your um, existence. And let me clarify the insecurity. Like, it's not just my ability to navigate. It's like insecurities all around. Like, you know, there's some parts in your life where whatever you're trying to make a decision about those things, it just feel like, feels like there's a lot of feelings. Yes. Especially early on with relationships. Like, oh, is this a good boyfriend or is this an unhealthy relationship or is this where I want to be in my life or my job? Like not having life experiences makes it means that there was nothing for me to lean on in terms of like past experience to build confidence. Right. And that's what I mean about insecurity. It's like, what's this ground? Like, I don't have have any history figuring out how to navigate this crap. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I I literally don't know what I'm doing. So I'm stepping from one unknown to the next. And that's like, what do I I keep going for? This is the only path I've ever known, you know? Man, um, I I do know exactly what you're talking about. And, And that aspect of insecurity, like that characteristic of insecurity, I think, is embedded in many of our experiences because we don't have the knowledge, right? We don't have anything to look back on, like you were saying, to be able to judge it against. Like, this was a good thing. This is not so good, right? So you're only going with what you know. So in thinking about that, I think part of the question then becomes, where can you learn more about this thing that is troubling you to then figure out for me, how does this work for me? Is it a good thing? Is yeah. it a bad thing? You know, so you're you're finding some guidance to give you some a place to start that journey, you know, to help you begin that judgment process. I don't think it's a negative thing to be in that space because so many of us, including myself, are like, I don't even know what to do here. And then I go and seek it out. And the way I seek it out is by talking to people and be like, yo, have you ever... I'm trying to do this thing. Like I'm trying to open up a bank account. I don't even know how, you know, like I need to write a 10 page paper. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to write a first sentence because my brain is not working in that direction, you know? So would it help you to gain some confidence by first asking, what do I know and what do I need to know? And what do I don't know that I don't know? I don't know. Have you ever asked that question? Like, I'm like trying to think about the times where I felt like this, you know, and I have like other friends who I now that we're talking about, I I realize, oh, those are those life traps. Like I had friends who were like, do I get divorced? I've never been divorced. This is the first relationship I got. And I married the love of my life from high school or I I was this is my only job and it's too scary to quit because I don't think I could 
learn how to quit. And I don't think I, my, our next question was like, what do I know? Uh, I think, I think our first question, oh God, if I can uncouple from the chaos of the feeling <laughs> was more like, what is going to happen to me if I keep going? <laughs> is it death like do i just die does my soul die <laughs> in this relationship can i can i live with my soul dying in this job or in this relationship or Yo, with this painting that i hate <laughs> that's like what you just said is like it's like a light turning on because you're right like that that's where you start what happens to me if i keep going and, yeah, because oh, you're like, man, you're stuck. I can feel that in my stomach when I think about that. Yeah, because you've already kept going. You're like pushing yourself through because you're trying to make this impossible, probably not workable situation work for you, right? Yeah. And and you're trying everything to save it because there's so much tied up in your identity about what it means to stick with it. Like you've given so much to the thing. Oh my God. Yes, Teresa. That's part of why you don't want to give it up. That's why we want to keep going. We're like, some somehow I can make lemonade out of these pile of lemons. Like, because this is what we're told to do. We're like, you can't, you can't just quit or you can't just break, break up this life or whatever. You know, this is, these yeah. are the messages we're told in our life. Yes. Dude, that's a very important thing right there. Because I think oftentimes our decision to keep going or stop is also based on how others are going to interpret this decision, right? And mm -hmm. then place judgment on you for mm -hmm. choosing to do X thing. And you're like, okay, who says? And it's true. Who says? For me, um, in my experience, when that has come into my mind, it's like all the expectations of like my parents, society, all that stuff that's just muddled with crap. And, and you're just in this sad space. Like, if I think about those times in my life, you're like, oh, do I choose more hurt and more hurt? <laughs> and like, stopping doesn't necessarily bring relief. Because your question is not like, do I keep going or do I move on to this next best thing? Which is why I think in relationships, like most people, they don't stop until they meet a new partner. Because then the question isn't, keep going or stop it's keep going or get to something brighter, brighter and better let me tell you i've been through this experience one i've been divorced so i i know the difficult decisions you know and like weighing all that but when i got divorced the idea of staying in that marriage was like it really what came the question that came to mind was like what's going to happen if you stay here yeah. What is that going to look like? So totally framing what you had said earlier. And then the, uh, the other kind of places where I have felt this before, it's been at work, it's been with relationships, it's just been with maybe some of the negative, I call them negative, some of the negative coping skills, like how about you not eating a cupcake when you're upset? <laughs> you know, like, can you eat an apple, right? Yeah. Um, all of those things that end up for for me, like I see them as weighing me down and I rather engage in this process to figure out what works better for me so that I don't feel like I'm carrying all of this emotional weight with me all yeah. the time. So after you go through like 
can I survive this? I, I think most of us land on no, right? <laughs> like most of us realize, hopefully, in this process, that you only ask the question, how do I keep going? If you're already in a murky, bad situation, like if you're happy and you're okay, you don't ask, how do I keep going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's the next step? The next step is trusting your gut. I was going to say, like, maybe it's weighing pros and cons, but I was like, I think for me, when I've made healthy decisions, it's been like, what do I want? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, whatever. You're in this bad, bad situation. I don't necessarily – my pros and cons looks like what's the crappiness of the situation I'm in and what do I want? Like where do I want to be, you know? Yes. That is is a very good place. But see, somewhere in there is that the need to ask questions because I have found myself at times – like, you know, in a, like, um, feeling like I'm in a dark room and I just don't know where to go. So I need somebody to show me a light to be like, these are the options that are available to you, you know? Yeah. And that's where the questions come up and be like, if it's a relationship, like, dude, talking to people, like, is this what's normal, right? Where we, where you and I have explored that. Is this normal? Is this like completely like not good? Mm-hmm. Am I seeing this completely wrong? And then the idea of not knowing what I don't know is also tied to this need to learn about what I want. So if you if you like say, I want to have a healthy relationship. Well, what does that mean for you? What mm-hmm. do you want out of this? You know, mm-hmm. so there is some learning that has to happen there, I think. And you bring up a good point, which is like, I think when we're in dark spaces, we do turn to people we trust, whose opinions we trust, because I don't think we can trust our own opinion, because we've clearly kept making these bad choices moving forward. Not bad, but you're just like not, you're stagnant. You're not moving, right? Yeah. So where do we need to go? Turn to others. (laughs) What do you want in this situation? I was going to say, within that space, I think you also have to define a time frame for yourself mm-hmm. because we're so easily caught up in our day-to-day just functioning that if you're like okay I am going to make a decision seven months later no decision has been made right mm-hmm. and it's, so that's why it's like I'm going to make a decision in two weeks mm-hmm. and In two weeks, if I have not made a decision, then I'm going to sit and I am going to figure this out and I'm going to definitely walk away with some direction. Because otherwise we put ourselves in in the same place of like limbo where we were at the beginning. Yeah, it is a weird space of back and forthness. Like you're avoiding the situation because that's the way you want to be. Yeah, setting a timeline is a way that you can control the push to help you make that decision. Yeah. I have felt the need, I felt the feeling, the need to set a timeline. And I think that's tied to um, your your battle with whether or not you can fix your current situation, right? Like you say things like, well, I'm going to stay in the job for six more months or I'm going right. to give this relationship one more fight. We're just going to see if that, if, if, if we can make it six months without fighting. Mm-hmm. Like a bad fight or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's part of the negotiation to see if like it can work. Do you set a timeline and you're like, okay, I'm gonna see if it works. And like, do you ever stick to your timeline? Yes. Really? I I do because I could 
I could argue my way out of whatever to like make it that it's all right. I got lemons. They're a little bit rotten, but I can scrape off the rotten bits and make whatever work, you know? So for me, I have to be able to be like, okay, by the end of September, I am going to make this decision. That's it. It's it's so healthy that you do. I'm going to say because I am that perpetual person who will stay in a bad situation forever. <laughs> I should set more limits. Like clearly that's one of the things I'm not doing is like is saying to myself, okay, if it's not better in a year, like what what, what more evidence do you need? But let me tell you, I didn't get here just, you know, yesterday about to, to be able to do that. It's taken practice because when you are new to it, you – you want to give yourself more time, you know, like you, you yeah. definitely argue for that additional, well, no, you know, these things happen. So I got to keep thinking about it. And that's just our inability to fully focus, I think, on what we really want. And I think in that space, there's some fear, right? And about, set boundaries. Like, yeah. I mean, this is not surprising for you or I, that you're yeah. the one that's better at setting boundaries and can stick to a timeline <laughs> for self beating up and leave a situation. And I'm the one that's like, eh. yeah, Maybe I'll sit in it. Yeah, dude. But I want you to get to the other side. I definitely have. It's funny that we're talking about this because I have in my life. And so even as I'm talking and reflecting on all the decisions that I've made to be in a better place, like I have, I am in such a better place today than I was 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. And yet talking about it brings up all of those emotions. And I could just remember like how hard it was when I'm in the thick of it. Yeah. And so that to me just speaks to the power of those emotions and like the habits that we build and the way that they affect a lot of things like the habits I I experienced because of relationships poured over into jobs and other things and all the way down to like the nitty gritty of why I can't decide whether or not to give up on a piece of scarf that I have definitely just keep touching <laughs> yeah <laughs> but can't finish like all of all of the emotions i i think that you that bubble up again like i feel them i i can feel them and 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 i can hear them in your voice you know like for me there was desperation of like god why can i figure this thing out like i have to do something cuz i am not doing good i'm not doing well i have to do something and when when i've explored that more you know with the years that have passed and everything it really gets back to this idea like, are you having any hesitation because you may lack confidence in yourself? Feel like you, well, you are said worthy. fear. Yes, fear. Yeah, and fear, fear of failure, fear of judgment we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And worthiness. Fear of what if there isn't something better than this? What if I think that there is, what if I'm a greener on the other side person, but there never is anything greener? Maybe mm -hmm. this is already the best. Uh, that's a sucky, sucky, sucky thing to think because you're like, that's such a mind trick that's actually pretty evil. It is, but very common. Because it's not true. And I think that's where the, the wisdom of other people you trust has to come in. And you have to ask these questions out loud so they can tell you like, oh, no, I see your situation. And yeah, dude, 
there is better. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when they say it, you have to believe them. Yeah. Because they know. People know. They see you and all the things, especially your best friend or someone you really love. Yeah, dude. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this final question. Knowing what you know now and after you have come to this realization, right? Like, yeah, dude, I am be- be doing better. <laughs> is there something that something or somebody that really helped you find the power in yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to make this decision and I can stick with it. Ah, uh, recovery, <laughs> like therapy. Get the only way that I got myself out of that those traps was to heal. Because if I was I was a healthier person, then it was easier to make those decisions and to not stay in in negative situations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was able to catch them earlier. And it's really funny because when you asked that question, the first thing I thought was run. You know how <laughs> when somebody asks you a question, you know somebody asks you a question like, oh, do I stay in this relationship? Or like, oh, my boyfriend did this or this. And you see like, and your like immediate feeling is like, run, run the F away. And I think that reaction comes from life experience because if a person has been there and they know what you're talking about, then we're not like, do I keep going or stop? For us, the only answer is run as fast as you can away from whatever toxic experience that you're in right now because we can see and we've been there that it's unhealthy right Mm. which isn't always the easiest thing for the other person to hear (laughs) yeah until you yourself have run but then when you do you're like then you're like like I know now that I am a healthier person because when I ask these questions in my brain it's not how do I keep going or stop it's like oh my gosh this is horrible run flight reaction unsafe situation get the hell out Mm -hmm. this is not good you know even if it's little things it's like why why are you gonna spend your time sitting in misery run go because it's so hard once you're trapped in it the way out is to find happiness to find peace to be in spaces that are good for you get the hell out yeah (laughs) don't stop i like that i like that perspective Teresa. For me, I I always try to find hope as far reaching as it may feel, you know, like, but what you're talking about is, it's truly hopeful, right? Like you will definitely get to a place where you're better able to make these decisions in a way that is always going to have you and your well-being at the center. Mm -hmm. Yes, you and your well-being at the center. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Good talk. Definitely didn't think again. That was going to be where we were going, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> Every time, America. All right, people. So um, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Keep on fighting in the open. Bye.